Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily for November 6th, the big presidential election day in the United States. But I'm sure you've heard enough about that. So let's get to what's going on in the automotive industry. And big news here, Suzuki is dropping out of the American market. But it will file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy so it can continue to restructure and sell motorcycles, ATVs, and marine products in the American market. The company said it will not be able to make a profit selling cars here in the long term. Due to the high exchange rate of the yen, the types of vehicles in its lineup, primarily small cars, and tougher safety and environmental regulations. Suzuki's American operations are $346 million in debt, and it's only sold about 21,000 vehicles in the U.S. through October. Nissan and BMW reported their latest financial earnings this morning. Nissan is only reporting its figures for the first half of the year, not the most recent quarter, so these numbers may look a little bit bigger than what we've been reporting recently. Nissan sales hit nearly 2.5 million units. That's up 11.3%. Total revenue topped $57 billion, a 4% increase over a year ago. The company posted an operating profit of $3.6 billion, but that's down more than 7%. And it put $2.2 billion to the bottom line, but that's a drop of more than 9%. You know, these are not very impressive numbers. When you sell a lot more cars, but your profits go down, it's a good indication that costs are getting out of control. Nissan may want to blame the strong yen, but you know, Toyota just posted some pretty impressive numbers, and it's got to deal with the same thing. BMW, meanwhile, saw its sales grow by more than 9% to almost 435,000 vehicles in the third quarter. Revenue jumped almost 14% to more than $23 billion. Its earnings before income taxes hit $2 billion, an increase of nearly 14%. And the bottom line number came to $1.6 billion, a 16% increase. Interestingly, sales at Rolls-Royce were down more than 14%, while motorcycle sales were flat. But overall, this is a very impressive financial performance for BMW. Okay, over to China now. SAIC officially unveiled its pure electric car, the Row E50. Its price tag of $37,500 is comparable to the Nissan LEAF. The E50 employs a smaller battery pack and an electric motor delivering less power than the LEAF. The E50 is a smaller vehicle and thanks to extensive use of lightweight materials, it's about a third lighter than the LEAF, but it's got about the same range as a LEAF. SAIC plans to only sell about 200 E50s by year's end. Speaking of China, a Chinese couple could go to prison for allegedly stealing hybrid technology from General Motors. According to Bloomberg, the ex-GM engineer gave the data to her husband, who then tried to sell it to GM's competitors, including Cherry. GM says the secrets are worth more than $40 million. And you know, this is not the first time this happened. Last year, a Ford engineer from China was sentenced to six years in prison 
for stealing transmission and electrical power supply secrets. And sticking with China for the moment, another Chinese automaker is going to the Detroit Auto Show. Guangzhou Automotive Group, or GAC, is bringing a four-door sedan called the Trump Chi to the show. Actually, it's a rebadged version of the Alfa Romeo 166. GAC is China's sixth largest automaker and has mostly built Honda design vehicles up to now. Other Chinese automakers have exhibited at the Detroit show in the past, but so far none of them have cracked the code of how to sell cars in the American market. It ain't easy, folks. Just ask Suzuki. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at one of the most iconic cars that Mercedes offers today. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. In the Autoline Garage this week, we have the Mercedes-Benz SL550. You know, of all the vehicles in the company's lineup, this has got to be one of the most iconic. In one form or another, it's been in production since the 1950s. And if you count them up, that makes for six generations, including, of course, our 2013 model right here. Like the original Gullwing, today's SL features a long hood, low body, and sleek lines. It's an altogether attractive package, with the exception of the hood scoops, which are a little bit on the gaudy side. Staying outside, one of the car's coolest features is its retractable hardtop. It quickly and silently tucks away into the trunk a dramatic piece of sheet metal origami. Not surprisingly, with the roof folded, there's not a whole lot of room in the luggage compartment, so don't plan on buying anything in bulk. And with the top down, it's easy to get a good look at the SL's gorgeous interior. It's crafted of expertly stitched leather and beautiful wood trim. Really, this is one of the nicest cockpits in the business. The overall design is striking with four prominent vents that resemble aircraft propellers. Just twist them 90 degrees to control the flow. The seats are comfy cozy and there's a decent amount of storage space behind them. Dynamics-wise, the SL is fast and relaxed. It won't rip your face off like a Porsche 911 Turbo S, but its 429 horsepower twin-turbo V8 is no slouch either. A superb 7-speed automatic transmission handles shifting duties. As for the ride, it's firm but comfortable, even on Michigan's Belarus-grade roads. And that's one remarkable thing about the Mercedes-Benz SL. It's the most solid-feeling convertible I've ever driven. Usually when the roof gets hacked off a car, everything becomes gelatinous, but granite countertops flex more than this car's structure. Well, overall, there is a lot to like in this package. The Mercedes-Benz SL is fun to drive, it's stylish, and it has a world-class interior. But as with most high-end things, it all comes at a price. Base MSRP for this car is a whopping 106,000 US dollars. But our test model here has been optioned up to 123 grand, not cheap. Is it worth that much though? Well, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, that Mercedes really is an attractive car. But hey, what's it cost to build an electric car? It turns out that every automaker is selling their EV at a massive loss. We're going to get to the bottom of this on AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night when our special guest will be Sandy Monroe. He's developed the software and methodology to very accurately calculate what it costs to manufacture a car. 
So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo this Thursday night starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for the best insider information in the business. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.